0: All right, we do a podcast. Here we go on a lovely, fall, well, sort of lovely. What's up, Al?
1: Oh, hi there, Jerry. I uh, wanted to bring something up immediately as uh, many people sent this to me on Twitter. They probably sent it to you. Most notably, Mr. Chris Lopresti also sent this to us uh, last night. And oh, it's um,
0: the poor conjoined twins.
1: Yeah, it's a story uh, this titled is sad. This is the title of the article appearing in the New York Post We're conjoined twins and share a vagina. But only one of us has a boyfriend. Ben there. You too, huh, Jerry? They're twenty two year old, Lupita and Carmen on draw day. They um they are were born in Mexico, grew up in Connecticut, and they share a pelvis and a reproductive system, a liver and a bloodstream. They each have one leg.
0: They each control one leg. This is... I can't believe this is real. Yeah. It's sad, and I I don't know.
1: Now, she said, one of them said, it's not all rainbows and sunshine. We've had a lot of challenges, but we have a great life. Good for them. That's a great outlook. We go to movies and concerts, and we travel on airplanes.
0: That seems like that would be difficult.
1: They explained they'd never have tried to have surgery that would separate them, as it could be fatal for
0: mm-hmm. one of the conjoined Imagine twins. Imagine how scary that is. Yeah. Because I'm sure, like any, t- we've seen this before, and I'm sure, like anybody, you want to be your own person. Yeah, but to tell—I don't know what the—I don't know what the success rate of a surgery like that would be. I can't imagine it's very high. Is yeah, f- because they're sharing f- organs.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very difficult.
0: I mean, it's—I would think that's got to be one of the scariest things to even think about doing that you would con- that you would have on your plate. That is just yeah. There's not another word other to me than sad for this.
1: Uh, The article here in the New York Post continues, when it comes to dating, they have a bit of a different outlook. Carmen has a boyfriend named Daniel, while Lupita is asexual. So this must uh, get very difficult, Jerry. I see them uh, there together with the
0: boyfriend, uh, one of the boyfriends, Daniel. Yeah. Hmm. Conjoined twins, Jerry. And what's terrible about this is you would think that Feelings are obviously involved. And if one becomes emotionally attached to someone, I, I don't know how you go forward with that.
1: Well, uh, here's they met on a dating app called Hinge. And uh, Carmen liked him because he didn't ask any questions about being a conjoined twin to start the conversation. That is smooth. He's like, everybody else is asking questions, I bet, about being a conjoined twin. He will go the opposite, Jerry. What yep. do you like? What do you watch on television? What are your, what is your Spotify playlist? Do you listen to Al and Jerry podcast? These that are would the be questions. Cool.
0: That would be cool.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> now she said, um, let's see, Jerry says, even though they're dating, Carmen said that they are not sexually intimate with each other. She described their bond as more of a close friendship.
0: Right. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm sure she would like to have more. Yeah. How can you though? Yes. It's very difficult.
1: My goodness. Oh. Let me see where it says they share a vagina, Jerry, because that was... See, this is the problem with headlines. The headline was, we share a vagina. Here I am. How many paragraphs am my in? Have you heard me mention the vagina yet? You have not.
0: I would say two paragraphs you've written so far, or read.
1: Well, these are like small paragraphs, so there's actually been quite a lot of them. All right, let's see. Uh, She continued, sometimes I feel bad because I want to spend so much time with Daniel, so we try to come up with compromises, like I'll let Lupita choose where we go out to dinner or what activity we're going to do. Interesting. They're very fashionable, these twins, I'll tell you that, Jerry. Good for them. They wear very nice clothing.
0: I wonder if someone like this would pick up them for a reality show. And I hate I not to... Just to seems see the- to be, you know, like the girl that that doesn't age yes that's right i mean you've told me about that yes and i only say it because whether it's right wrong or indifferent i'm sure a lot of people would watch this because it's a very different way of life
1: absolutely and what you really want to see is how people treat them although with the cameras rolling you'll get a different
0: yeah you would have to have hidden cameras you'll on get them. a different thing
1: right all right let me see jerry um one of them wants to become a comedy writer The two both want to work in the veterinary industry and Lapida hopes to become a comedy writer as well.
0: Which is wonderful. And I will tell you the one good thing about being around this time, as opposed to if they were dealing with this in the 1940s, you can work online, like you can have jobs that don't require you to be in an office or a factory or, you know, and you can have, I imagine if they've got laptops next to one another, they could each technically have two different jobs at the same time. I mean... So there are, the upside is the time that they're around in Mm -hmm. does help them. And if you want to be a comedy writer, why can't you do that? Why not? Absolutely.
1: Now, Carmen said that she and Lupita have the same taste in clothing. And one of their neighbors has been sewing their clothes together since they were five years old. It's very nice of them. They do have some unique looks, though, Jerry. Carmen has a septum piercing in her nose. Okay. The other one does not have a, a nose piercing. Right. How about this is interesting. The two can feel each other's feelings. I can feel when Carmen is anxious or about to cry.
0: Again, that's a tremendous burden on someone.
1: Right. Well they say that even of of twins, identical twins, who are not physically attached, they know when the other sometimes when they're living in different cities, they can feel when the other one is having a I don't know that I buy that, but okay. Day. It's
0: interesting. This one you understand, they're connected. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you're experiencing everything with the other one.
1: Right. I'm still trying to get to the
0: vagina part, Jerry.
1: Excuse me. You well, really see. want the vagina? I'm just gonna, well, because that was what was promised. Let's see. They don't get sick of each other, which is good. They've been friends since they were... Jerry, there's not a single quote in here about having a vagina, The one vagina. For real. I swear to God. And that's in the headline. Yes. All right, let th- me ask you I, this. There's a lot of scrolling because they actually okay. have a lot of photos of the twins. Let me ask you this. Read yeah. me the headline again. We're conjoined twins and share a vagina, but only one of us has a boyfriend.
0: Okay. Take out that middle part. Would you have read the article?
1: We're conjoined twins, but only one of us has a boyfriend?
0: Probably not. Isn't that something? Not only did you read it, you were scrolling feverishly scrolling. to find the to find the line. Right.
1: And I bet all the people who sent me this, like Mr. Chris Lopresti, also didn't read the full Probably article. Probably not. Maybe I missed it early on, Jerry. Okay, don't you, hold on. Why did you search uh, it? Oh, it says, the twins who were born in Mexico, but grew up in Connecticut, share a pelvis, a re- reproductive system, a liver, and bloodstream, the, uh, which I read to you. Yes. The word vagina is not... This is what, based on this article, title, where conjoined twins and share a vagina, but only one of us has a boyfriend. My guess would be the entire article is about how one of them wants to have sex with the boyfriend, but the other one is not interested. That would be the article. This is not what this is. They even said, we're not intimate with each other. Correct. The freaking New York Post. You sucked me right in. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why I get screwed up with these sports, so-called sports stories we that cover. That is in the... tremendous.
0: That you know is actually Jerry?
1: very funny. Unbelievable. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who do I write to? This the New is York Post. Jane hers at the Post. Now, so right. You should write to her. But here's what she's going to tell me, and she'd be right. Jane hers is going to say, I wrote the article. Another person writes the headlines.
0: I know, but it, it amazes me. She's probably they have, upset. They have no control over the headline of their story. Right. I know. Like, to at least be like, hey, come on, man. This isn't right. Come up with something better than this that's more accurate. Or not that it's not accurate, but it is misleading given what the article
1: yeah. is about. I appreciate the, the conjoined twins. They they provided a lot of photos
0: for this article, Let me Jerry, see you this. Which you is think interesting. That, let me, okay. Do you think that the twins would be happy with that headline? No. I don't either. Absolutely not. I think it's a crappy headline. Because they're
1: actually an interesting story about them. Yes. And you you would think they would want to share this story with their family members, friends. Correct. Not with that headline. Right. Right. We share a vagina, but only one of us has a boyfriend. Not related at all to this story. What's his name, Zero. Al? Zero. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> no, Daniel. Daniel's Daniel. Daniel. That's
0: right. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah. I know. What a bunch of crap. Yep. They got you. They really did. They and sucked me And a lot of other people had right sent it to you.
1: Yes. Oh, they, oh. Were, they, were, they were adorable when they were little kids, Jerry. Just adorable. And now they're young adults dating. And
0: still adorable.
1: Still adorable, Jerry. Dating. Le- leading a very challenging life. Very challenging yep. life, like you said. Yep. All right. Well, CeeLo, I hope you're happy now.
0: You got to pay for parking, Jerry. Parking. Here. God darn it.
1: Yeah.
0: um today's also i guess a bring your kids to work day it is i did not realize everybody was going to be here with their kids yeah i texted spike last night mm-hmm. six o'clock when my son asked me if he could come to work yeah so i could no problem with it at all which was very nice was he him. aware
1: others would be bringing no, i don't know kids to work i don't
0: know i and you know i this day's happened before and there's always been a kid here or there but not yeah. as many as there are today
1: yeah it's a lot today very busy you know I was trying to think? I think that, uh, you know, I know all of you here, and I know your children. I've seen the children. For, you know, you see kids sometimes on social media. You, yeah. Um, I do think, though, had I not known any of your children and you lined up the kids, I could have picked out your kid,
0: Brandon Tierney's kid. You know what I mean? Like, the kids do reflect the fathers. Well, I'm glad that you could pick out my son having been working with you for 14 years. Well, that's what I'm
1: saying. I'm just saying if I didn't know your kids prior. Right, right, right. Like if just just like seeing how the kids act, okay. how they look, and of course how they look because they 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 all have a resemblance to the father. Sure, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, so it's just interesting to see. Like I would have been like, that's definitely Brandon Tierney's okay. kid. That's Jerry's kid.
0: Tiki's got his daughter here. Tiki's got. his I wish Gio would have brought his daughter. Martin's Martin daughter brought his was... son in. Yes, our engineer. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. It was busy before the three of them. My guy was, you know, he's older. My kids my son just turned thirteen, so he's hanging out on the computer watching Bat Bros and baseball <laughs> videos. Um and the other three are younger and they yeah. were running around having a blast. Yeah, yeah. So good did times. you Did you go with your to your dad's work ever? I know I y I don't know that yeah, I had been there many times. But I don't think they had these days. I don't know that they did that, and I don't know if I ever went to work with him for something like that. Yeah. And it's hard for me to remember just from the standpoint, like I said, I had been there so many times. I don't know that I can separate hanging out for a day or being there to meet him for lunch or if we were there. A lot of times what we would do, and this goes back to what I always say about this, the tickets his company had for the Devils and Rangers. There were so many times my mom would pick us up at school at 2.15 and we would go straight to the office in Secaucus and get there by 3. He would leave early. We'd go to dinner and then go right to the, uh, to the Meadowlands for the Devils. You know, and sometimes we'd go into Manhattan for the Rangers. So it's like hard for me to separate at this. Uh, you know, fifty years ago, fifty, forty years ago. Yeah. Did we go in middle of the day? Did I go with? him? I don't remember. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, but you don't like. Uh, and I went with my dad a couple times to uh, Delta Airlines Newark yeah. Airport, but I don't ever recall there being other kids there. Yeah. So I must have just went on a day where he wanted to show me uh, work.
0: Maybe you were off and you wanted to go.
1: Yeah, I don't remember how it all went down. I think I went twice. Okay. I just remember it being interesting because, you know, you've been to the airport. Right.
0: But being able to go into the bowels of the airport. Yeah, sure. Like the real bowels of the airport. Uh, Which is neat. Yeah. The things you know. It's kind of like I remember the first time I went to to Yankee Stadium as a quote-unquote reporter. Yeah. And finding my way through. It was, it's cool. It really is seeing areas that most people don't get to see and then weaving your way to the locker room and the clubhouse is pretty cool. Yeah. So I could see the same thing with the airport.
1: I wonder like can, can people bring their kids to the hospital if they work in the hospital?
0: I don't know about that now. I, <laughs> right I, that's nowadays, a good right. I would say probably not, but I don't know, maybe. Who knows?
1: Or maybe at uh, hospitals I have designated areas where kids can hang out and maybe. see.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like the snack room.
1: Yeah. It's weird too cuz you want to see how your dad is um treated at work too. Like,
0: how do people respond to your dad? Yeah, well, the good thing for me when my son comes and watches me work is there's no one else here. So it's just you, too. pretty much treated quite well by myself. (laughs) So you do say nice things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do like to, I'll take a picture with him in the studio. Mm -hmm. And so the first one with him, it was Boomer and Carton, and he was tiny. I think he was like six. Yeah. So now, seven years later, I'll take a before and after today. I think one last year, too, I took him to the Yankee game, if you remember. Yes. And even that, I think you'll see, he's almost as tall as me now. So in a year I think he grew another three inches or so. But yeah. uh, it'll be it's fun seeing the progression. Yes, definitely. It's also scary and frightening, but Yeah, because you've stayed here the whole time. Yeah, I've only and gotten then, wider. Yeah. I have not gotten taller. <laughs> and he's gotten thinner and taller. We should keep growing
1: as we get older. Like a seventy year old should be like nine feet no, tall. No, I don't want to
0: be nine feet tall. <laughs> yeah, you do your mind? Uh, how old no, that no, guy no. Is? Yeah, he's tall. I did have a very good report from my doctor yesterday. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. You did your fasting thing. You did yes, blood work. But he was very unhappy with my weight. Oh, is that right? Yes, he was not happy. And then you know we went over we went over my whole sleeping schedule. Oh, that must have gone well. He looked like someone that had just witnessed a gruesome murder. Because <laughs> th- like, you were, can't do this. We're you
1: hearing about this now more so than ever. Unless I'm sensitive to it because we don't sleep. Yeah but that's all i see now like in the health stuff the doctors when it's you sleep. go it's like and that's what they're locked in on
0: yeah is sleep and what Halen did he tell you is? he told me that somehow some way i have got to figure out a way to get 7 hours sleep a night 7 mhm and i told him it's it's just not possible i can do 6 6 hours and 15 minutes how do you
1: feel about 6
0: not great he really? said it's better he said it's better. He goes, but research really shows like seven's the number. Seven is where it's a, you got a much healthier brain. It um, revives itself at night, refreshes itself. Six is not great, and when it's five, five and a half continuously, some nights for me. I told him some nights are two, and he looked oh, like I was nuts. Two? Yeah, I said, but so I did ask him though. I said, but what about? I said, but what about firemen or policemen or even. Um, like ER doctors. emergency room employees that work these eighteen hour shifts, twenty four hour shifts. He made a good point. He goes, "You're right." Because, but in a lot of those cases, they're there, but they do get to sleep. Yeah. He goes, "What you're doing, you're really not sleeping." And he basically, um, he gave me the analogy because your life is basically constant jet lag. And then I told him I fly a lot. And I said, I really don't have jet lag. He goes, yes, because your body, your life is jet lagged. Mm. He goes, so when you're on the plane, your body is probably at ease because you're relaxed. He goes, but you are when you're only sleeping four to six hours a night. He goes, you're in constant jet lag. He goes, let me ask you, how tough is it to drive home? I'm like, oh, I'm like, if I ain't eating something, I can't make it. He goes, right. He goes, your body shuts down. I'm like, yes. So he's like, you told him about the, uh, the, um, what do we call those sunflower, sunflower, sunflower seed trick? I didn't, but I mean, I told them uh, as long as I keep eating, I'm good.
1: Well, it's better you said years ago you used to eat uh, a Roy Rogers meal <laughs> on your way home. This is better. You're that eating was sunflower
0: the, seeds. That was the beginning of my adult weight gain.
1: There is that always that fine year, Jerry, yeah. when you're as an adolescent who's uh, running around, mm-hmm. burning a lot of calories. No, oh, I can eat whatever I uh, want. Yeah. I look great. There is a time that comes. Yeah. And that was it for you when you 100%. were driving I think was, home.
0: I think it was 2005 is when I started struggling to get home badly. Maybe 2004. I don't remember exactly when, but it was right around there. And I had noticed my weight starting to increase because I was getting a bacon cheeseburger and fries and a gigantic Coke on the turnpike. You know how wonderful home. that sounds like right now to be like,
1: <laughs> just, to, you look forward to the ride home, my baby. Yes. Like, oh, I'm going to get that.
0: I'm going to stop by Roy, Roy Rogers. Yes, that and I told you the Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, what are they called? Oh, I can't think of what they're called. The iced, they're like the Frappuccinos. Shake drink. No, no, no. God damn it, I can't think of the name of it. But they're the they're they frozen coffee drinks. The culottes. Culottas, Yeah. I didn't realize what the hell I was drinking. I couldn't wait to go to work. So when I was working at night, I was working 4 p.m. to 11:40, and I would leave at two. Like 145, and I would go to Dunkin' Donuts. I was getting a large culotta. Yeah. It was phenomenal. And I realized at the end of the way, I'm like, wow, I put, I put on like three pounds. Like, what the hell? All I'm doing is drinking coffee. I haven't changed anything. Right. And then I remember looking up the nutrition facts. Holy crap, Ooh. 700 calories. Yeah. <laughs> but delicious. <laughs> oh, I bet. What a great oh. drink. But you can't have the extra large one every day. Right. And then uh,
1: then have uh, Roy Rogers on the way home with yeah, the fries. Tell me about it. Oh,
0: so, so good, though. Right. That's so wrong some rides home. Oh my God. Yeah. I ain't kidding. Mm. So mm-hmm. yeah. And so yeah, he told me he last year he he asked me to lose thirty pounds next time he sees me. Okay. And he goes, I see you didn't take my advice. You're up six. <laughs> so he wanted you to go down thirty, you showed up plus six. Yeah. So I'm up thirty six pounds from where I should be. What other uh, advice did he have? Um Sleep, number one. Sleep was the biggest thing. He said regular exercise. He didn't care what it was. Play golf, but walk, not in the cart. Uh, take, Go to the park and walk, run, cardio, strength training. You got to do something at least three or four days a week at your age. I said, okay. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, those are really the two things. You know, he said, you know how to eat. He goes, eat right. but. And when do you get blood work back? um within i think 72 hours yeah so maybe by tomorrow if not monday he's like if you don't hear from me everything's good i'm like great so when the phone rings i gotta worry (laughs) awesome (laughs) tell me only facetime you're like i never got it yeah never got never got your bad news he did offer me something though which i did which i did fill the prescription it is not what's the medicine that you get hooked on an opioid it's not that it's not that it is a very light dosage. It's stronger than melatonin, but it's not, I can't think what it was called. He goes, and it's not going to keep you asleep, but if you have anxiety and you have trouble falling asleep, this will mellow you out. So I did take that and I said, how will I wake up? He goes, you will wake up. Fun. He goes, even if you can only sleep three hours, he goes, this isn't going to make you groggy. Really? It just relax. It's like a, it's not a muscle relaxer, but it's. It's like an anti-anxiety thing, and he goes, "You'll." I promise you, you'll fall asleep. And because I told him, I told him Sunday nights I only sleep like two to three hours because I can't fall asleep on Sunday nights. So he offered me that. I'm like, "Yeah," mm. I'm like, "You know what? I'm going to try it." You don't remember what it's called? No, but when I pick it up today, I'll send it. Take yeah, a picture yeah. of it, and send yeah, it to yeah.
1: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I always yeah. like looking at that stuff.
0: But he was very. It's not an opioid. There's no. You don't have to worry about any of that. You take it when you need it. You know, or if you think you're going to have trouble going to sleep. He goes, you know, no reason to take it every day. Just when you think, I'm like, okay, nice. why not? I'm in. Yeah, that
1: sleep thing. I, I listened to a podcast uh, on the way home yesterday, actually, about sleep. And you passed out. I went right to sleep. Jay. Yeah. It was. Uh, they were talking about how once we, as humans, we got artificial light, and yeah. we weren't going just by the sun. Right. That prior to that, that humans we used to sleep in. Uh, we used to sleep, get up, do stuff, sleep again, like twice. That there were references in like old um, writings to the second sleep of the day, which is what like people used to sleep four hours, get up, go about their day, go to sleep for four hours, get up, go about their day. And it wasn't until we got artificial light and then we decided uh, we were working eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, that that whole thing got into play, that we try to get our full eight hours that we were expected to get our full eight hours in in one sitting really yeah it's kind of uh,
0: interesting so then you're saying back in the day people would get up in the middle of the night and do stuff yeah do some stuff and then go back to sleep huh yeah is that an alarm
1: no alarms <laughs> i know you i think it was got... just your body
0: would figure it out that's really interesting yeah hmm. okay how about that how about that I it also it... makes too the intermittent fasting like everybody's like oh I intermittent fast And I I always laugh at it, though, because I sit there and say, okay, what's your schedule? And I I try to go to bed by 10. I don't eat after 6. I go to bed at 10. I get up at, like, 7.30. I'm like, what? You're eating, sleeping, and eating. Right. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, you're essentially not eating for four hours. Right. Like, we, because we're up so much longer, much harder for us.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, if I eat at, uh, if I'm done eating at 5. Then you can't eat till 9.
0: You've already had six meals by nine a.m. No, I'm
1: saying if I if I go to when I go to when I'm done eating my dinner at five, right, and then I eat again at I've yogurt at two a.m. So what's that seven nine hours? hours. Yeah,
0: you've got another seven to go to do the sixteen eight. Which everything I read has great benefits. I'm not saying it doesn't. That that's not. But for us to do that on our schedule, you would have to be up. You get up at two o'clock in the morning you wouldn't be able to put anything in your mouth other than water until 9 a.m. Yeah, that's... You've literally eaten six different things already. Right, by then
1: I have uh, yogurt with blueberries and a n- nice healthy granola. Then I have uh, oatmeal. Then I have peanut butter on rice cakes. hmm And three cups of coffee. Right,
0: and that's all before nine. Yes. So it's, you know, it's much more difficult when you're up for 18 to 19 hours out of the 24 as opposed to being up for 12. Right. You know? Yeah. I shouldn't say up for 12, but after you go to bed, you know, so it's not easy to do. Yeah. And we, then I have a friend of mine. He fasts 24 hours twice a week. Really? And he is in tip-top shape. I mean, he he looks good.
1: I think once you get your body used to it. I guess. I, I think over time it gets easier, probably like most things, but yeah. it's, it's getting through those initial first few times. It's like we have to do it sometimes, like you did with blood work, where yeah. you're kind of forced to, yeah, I did 26
0: hours, yeah,
1: colonoscopy prep or whatever. Yes. Uh, and then you do hit a point, like even with your colonoscopy prep, where you, you're you not hungry, right? Like you get past it, you it, really uh, do 100% it passes, yeah, it passes. That is true. So, once when you if you could get your body used to doing that, then I think that intermittent fasting stuff works, got to train it, yeah, got to train it. The key is that when you go to eat, you don't go like a maniac because True. you know you're starving. Yes. And binge. And binge eating. Yep. All right, Jerry. We'll let's check back here tomorrow morning at five AM a of Friday. It is. We've got Rangers Devils gonna be exciting. We've got the NFL draft. We'll see if the Mets score a run. <laughs> it is gonna be exciting stuff. We'll see you then. So